We pick it up from the bottom of Kuf Chav Zayin the second wide line of the white lines, when the Gemara says, Mefanim Chuma Tahira, they allowed to clear out Chuma Tahira. At the end of the Mishnah, we had a whole laundry list over here. We're discussing the Tircha of clearing out an Oitzer, clearing out a space. On Shabbos, and we said that there's a heter, if there's a Sarech Mitzvah, if it's either for Archim or for Betel Beis Medrash. But we said then there was a whole list of things that were yes allowed to clear out and that were not allowed to clear out. Chuma, Meiser, etc., etc. And we said we'll discuss in the Gemara exactly what they are. So here we are. So says the Gemara, Mephanim Chuma Tahira, you're allowed to clear out Chuma Tahira. Says Barb Shita. Of course you clear out Chuma Tahira. It's Chuma. It's Tahar. A Kayin's allowed to eat it. What's the question? Says Gemara. de Manchabad Yisrael. It's a Yisrael has this Chuma who's not allowed to eat it. So Ma'udhei Makimdol Chazilei. Since the Yisrael himself is not allowed to eat it, Osir. Therefore it should be forbidden. Kamashvalan. Kim the Chazilei Kayin. Shabra Dami. Since it's fit for the Kayin. Therefore it is not Muksa. And therefore you're also allowed to clear it out. But you're already starting to begin to see a rule that we'll see a few times today. Something called Ro'i. Something called Chazilei that even if I myself can use something but if someone else can use it it will not be Moksa here is number one Truma Tahira I the Yisrael can I use it but since the Kayin can use it therefore <clears throat> it is not Moksa says the Gemara Demai and similarly Demai what's Demai? Demai is something bought from an Amaretz which Rechayshin she did not take off the proper Truma's Amaisers and therefore you're not allowed to eat it says the Gemara Demai it's not Chazi it's not fit for anything so why is it not Moksa says the Gemara since any person is potentially possible to um to uh, give away all his possessions, be mafkaral in his possessions, and then what will happen? Then he'll be an aniva chazile. Then he'll be able to eat it. Ashenami chazile. Therefore, right now it's also considered fit for him to eat this demai. It's not. We learned in the Mishnah. Therefore, it's not muksa. We learned in the Mishnah. Machlim is aniim demai. Is achsani demai. You got to feed aniim demai and achsani are the soldiers that used to sleep in people's houses. They're allowed to eat demai. I'm Rav Huna Tana. B'shami says you're not allowed to feed these things to Ani and Achsani and the traveling soldiers. And our mission is like B'shilel, the allowed to feed it to an Ani. Therefore, since any person could potentially become an Ani by giving away all his possessions, being Mafkarol's possessions, therefore it's theoretically fit for him, and therefore. He is, it is not Muksa. Says the Gemara of Maiser Risha and Shanatel Trumasa. And Maiser Risha and that Truma was taken off. Says, so remind yourselves of the basic Dinim. These are things that we saw in the beginning of the Mesechta. Let's remind ourselves again. When you have a crop, number one is Bikurim, obviously. Number two is Truma Gedayla. You give a 50th to a Kayin. Number two is Meiser Rishain. You give a 10th to a Levi. Number three is Trumas Meiser. The Levi gives a 10th to the Kayin. And then there's Meiser Shani that we'll get to in a moment. So says the Gemara, what are we talking about? We're talking about Rishain, Shanala Trumasa. Meiser Rishain, the 10th that was given to a Levi. Then Nala Trumasa, that its Truma was taken off. So now we're saying it is not Moksa. Says Seemingly, it's obvious. You didn't do anything wrong. It sounds like everything went according to plan. You gave the 50th to the Kayin, you gave a 10th to the Levi, then the next 10th was given from the Levi to the Kayin. That you brought them in early in their sheaves, in their stalks already, before you made the pile, before you smoothed it out. And that's when the Levi took off the Chumas Meiser and gave it to the Kayin. 
But the Kayin did not get his Shuma Gedayla. Again, normally the Israel gives a 50 to the Kayin. Then I go and I give a 10th to the Levi. Then the Levi goes and gives a 10th to the Kayin. Three steps. So what happened over here is I did not give the 50th to the Kayin. I went straight and I gave a 10th to the Levi. And the Levi went and gave a 10th to the Kayin. But there was a Kayin that was lacking the first 50th. So Rashi points out over here that to do this is Aser. But that Iser, and you get Malchus. But that Iser is only once. It's Meruach. It's in a pile. It's smoothed out. But if you do everything early, I think we saw this in Mesech's uh, Brachas, we saw this concept. If you bring it in early, Bishi Bailen, while still in the stalks, then there is no Iser. You're still not supposed to do this. But that is what was done over here. So that is the Chiddush of the Mishnah. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is that even though you did not take off Truma Gedayla, the Kayin lost the original 50th, still, you're allowed to continue as planned, therefore it's not Moksev. Chihad Amr Avavu Amr Yishlakish Maiser Rishon Sheikdimu Bishi Brayden You brought it in early Potter Mi Truma Gedayla It's Potter Mi Truma Gedayla Shinamar the Pasuk says Vari Maiser Menu Truma Zashem Maiser Minah Maiser Maiser Minah Maiser Amarti Lacha Vloi Truma Gedayla Truma Zmaiser Minah Maiser you have to take Meiser from Meiser, but not Shuma Gedele and Shuma's Meiser. From the Meiser, this is where we learn out that if someone preempts and gives the Levi the 10th, Bishi Bailin in the stalks before giving the Kayin the 50th, then the, that 50th does not go to the Kayin. So, if what you're saying is accurate, if you went and you preempted and you gave the Levi the 10th and the t- Levi gave the 10th to the Kayin, so why don't we say that's even if you did it after it was into a Kree, after it was made into a pile, maybe we should learn out from the Tyra that if you skip a step, maybe it's okay. You just taught me that the Pasuk teaches me Chumas Meiser. Meiser minah Meiser. That if you skip a step, it's okay. If the coin doesn't get his first 50 hit, he loses it out. Ask the Gemara, maybe even if it's Bikri, even if it's Bipayal, not only if it's in the Shibayal and if it's in the stalks. Amar Alecha the other part of the Pasuk. From all your Matanois, you have to give off the appropriate tips, you have to give the Chuma Gedayla. So, with the obvious question, when we have one limiting Pasuk and one expanding Pasuk, one's telling you that it's okay, you don't have to give the 50 the one is telling you you have to give the 50th to the Kayin. How do you know which is which? Says the Gemara, This is called Dagon, this is called a grain, this is called a pile, and this one is not. So once you make the pile, once it's in the storehouses, then you have to go according to plan. You got to give a 50th to the Kayin, then you got to give a 10th to the Levi, then the Levi has to give a 10th to the Kayin. But if before it's in the pile, before it's in the storehouses, before you smoothed it out, while it's still Bishi Bailin in the stalks, you skipped the first step of the 50th, and you went straight and gave the Levi the 10th, then the Levi gave the Kayin the 10th, that is okay, and then again, you're not supposed to do this, but the point is it will not become moksa, and that's what the Mishnah is talking about, that you're allowed to clear it out of the Eitzer. Now the Mishnah continued, Umaiser Shani, similarly what did the Mishnah say? The Mishnah said, Umaiser Shani as well, or Vehektish Nifta, or Hektish that was redeemed. Again, what's Maiser Shani? Maiser Shani is after the Yisrael, again, I gave a 50th to the Kayin. Then I gave a 10th to the Levi. Then the Levi is going to go and give a 10th to the Kayin. So, so far, I, the Yisrael, did two things. 50th to the Kayin, 10th to the Levi. What do I do next? And here's 1, 2, 4, and 5. I then have to go and I have to bring up a 10th of the produce to Yushalayim and eat it there. Or, if I don't want to bring it up, or I can't, it's too much, then I'm able to redeem it. But when I redeem it, it's a special halacha. I have to add on an extra 5th when I redeem it. 
then I eat the produce and I bring up the money to Shalayim and I buy produce there. So it says the Gemara, Meister Shani, that, so if you redeemed it, what did you do wrong? You redeemed it. So of course, now the Meister Shani, the regular produce that is sitting in your house is regular, and you let it eat it. You redeemed it with the Karen, you gave the value, you deconsecrated onto the money, but you didn't give the extra fifth. That extra fifth is not Ma'akev. So Peiroyce, the fruit, is considered Deconsecrated, you're allowed to use it, and therefore that's the reason why it's not going to be moksa. But you still have to go and give the extra fifth. Says the Gemara about Turmus the Yavish and the dry Turmus, and we said that it's fit to a certain animal, the raven. Says Mardafka Yavish, Avalach Loi. But if it's dry, then you can't. What's the reason? My time give the Mar Loi Achla. Since when it's when it's moist, it's very bitter. The animals don't eat it, and therefore there's no usage. Moving along to Kovchal Ches Amid Aleph. Avalach, Avaloi is a tevel. But not tevel, tevel you're not allowed. And now we're in the part of the Mishnah of the things that you're not allowed to clear out. You're not allowed to clear out tevel. Says Marv Shita. Of course not tevel, you're not allowed to eat. So of course you're not allowed to clear it out. It's Moksad, has no usage. Talking about tevel midr abonan, that was grown in an atzah, a flower pot without a hole. We know a flower pot without a hole is not considered attached and nourished from the ground, but midr Bonon, we still require you to give off the appropriate um, the appropriate chumas and meisters and whatnot. So if you didn't do that, it's tevel mitzur abonon. That's the chiddush of the mishnah that even that is muks and you cannot clear it out. V'loy meiser risha shenal lechumasai pshita. You didn't take off the proper things. The exact opposite of what we explained a moment ago. This is talking about where it's bikri. It's in the pile, and in the pile you went and you skipped the fifties to the kayin, and you went straight to give a tenth to the levi. You gave the meiser, but you didn't give the fiftieth to the gedayla to the kain. So Ma'al the I would have thought because I'm the Republic I you would fall like the half of mina bar gemara that whenever you skip the fiftieth, it's okay. Like the answer that no, we have the extra riboy of the Torah, the extra riboy we call that teaches us that no, only if you were mocked him, you did it early in bishibaylam in the leaves, in the sheaves, in the stalks. That's when if you skip it, you don't give that fiftieth. But if it's after a pile, it's right in the storehouse. Then even if you skip it. You still have to give that 50 to the Kayin, and if you did not, it's going to be Muxi, you're not going to be able to eat, and therefore you're not going to clear it out of the storehouse. Of course, if you didn't redeem it, you're not allowed to eat this food. So, of course, you can't clear out the storehouse. You redeemed it, but you didn't redeem it properly. What does that mean? In the case of Meister, you redeemed it on an Asimain, which is a coin without a face on it. But Tartak has to be Yodecha, and you should take the money in your hand. Dover Shayesh Boyd Sura. Something that has a picture on it, real money. And therefore, if you did not do that, you did the wrong thing. And th- so, but you did do redeem it at some level. So you would have thought maybe you could clear it out. Says the Mishnah, no. Hektish Achilla Gabi Karka, or Hektish that you're Machalit onto land, which you're not allowed to do. You have to do it onto Kesev, onto money. Says the Gemara further, moving along to the animal foods. Certain type of grass. Why? Because deers eat it, so you let them move it. It's not Muksa. There's a Chardal in the Muslim because it's food for the doves. Even broken shards of glass, you let to move it. Why? What's the use of the broken shards of glass? So we're seeing that anytime there is an animal that eats his food, then you're allowed to move it. It's not moksa. Says Ram Nasan, what's going on over here? So to cut up uh, pieces of twigs, which we know is seemingly are always the quintessential moksa, you should also be allowed to move them because elephants eat them. Says the Gemara, Rav Shem Gamliel, 
Um, I'm sorry. Amr According to no, it's not a question. Is that a question? You know why? Because Nami is ostriches, they're common to be around. However, elephants are not common. You gotta have an ostrich. Can't play games. If you have an ostrich, then you could do it. That's what Amemar holds. That those twigs you could give to the elephants. You let to move them because it's food for the elephants. What's the machlaikas? If you actually have an elephant in your back, Backyard, of course you'll have to move it to feed your elephant. So what's going on? Eloroi, no, what it means is it's fitting to give to the elephant. It's fitting to give to the ostrich, if it will not be muksa, even if you don't have an ostrich, even if you don't have the elephant. Now we learn out what's the reason, what's going on, what's this from Shem Gamliel that he could feed it to an ostrich, We're learning it's roi, theoretically, what's going on over here, says the Gemara, Rav Shem Gamliel, Rav Shemin, Rav Yishmael, Rav Yikiva, Kulu, Svirlu, you know why? Call Yisrael b'nei Melach name every Jew is Ben Melach, therefore you're royally, you're fitting to have an ostrich. Shem Gamliel, Adamar, like we just saw. Rav Shimon, also we saw a few bloody goats, and I've learned in the Mishnah, b'nei Melachim, Sachem, Lagam, Nakoseim, the b'nei Melachim, the children of the kings, they rub in their wounds, Shem and Vera, the rose oil. Why? That's normal too during the week. Therefore, they're allowed to do it even on Shabbos. Rav Shimon, therefore Jews are allowed to do it as well. Rav Shimon, Rav Kiva, Titania, where do they learn this? Harisha, Yanashim, by Elamana, so no, so in a thousand dollars, thousand mana. Beloved, it's Labas money. Wearing a fancy jacket, it's worth a hundred mana. So, what do you do? Mavshit and I say, give, take away his coat. Umavishan is a Israeli, and sell the coat, pay back part of his loan, and give him a cheaper jacket. Tanami Shem Rav Yishmael, Tanami Shem Rav Kiva, Yishmael Rav Kiva argue no. Call Yisrael Rayin Leisay Itzla. Any Jew is right for that coat. If you don't sell, it, give it away. And all these Amrayim are of the opinion that these items are roi that every Yisrael is a Ben Melech. And the and the Nafkamina for us is that when it comes to these animals, since anyone theoretically could have them, it won't make these animals muksa. Now, exactly what it means, theoretically, to have them, what level of probability or possibility it has to be, that's obviously a discussion, which is not for now. Chavili Kash, Chavili Zmar, Zradim, says the Gemara, all these bundles of stubble and straw and whatnot, Tanrabon. Chavili Kash, bundles of stubble, Chavili Eitzim, bundles of twigs, Chavili Zradim, bundles of reeds, Imis Kilomechel Behema, if they're set aside for animal food, Metazel, give it to animals. Vim Lavin, Metazel, you can't move it, it's Moksa. Or I'm Shimming on the Alaymer, Chavili, Natum Yadachar. You can take it with one hand, then you'll have to move it. But Shneyodayim, if it's a big bundle, you need two hands, also the Talzan. Chavilei Sia, Chavilei Ezoi, the Kornis. The Gemara doesn't explain what these things, these herbs are. Seya Ezoi, and Kornis. Hechnisan, the Ezoi, if you brought them in as firewood, Eimitzakim, and Meshavs. You're not allowed to use them as Meshavs. Lemaichel Behema, if you brought these items in as animal food, Misavim, and Meshavs, and you're allowed to, yes, use them as Meshavs. The Koytim, beyond, you're allowed to crack them with your hand, Vaichel, and you're allowed to eat them. Obviously, some humans eat this type of food as well. Don't cut up with the Kli. Now we see you let a robin and take out the pea from inside the pod. It's obviously some sort of food that has a pea in a pod. You now let it roll it with a kli harbe a lot of them at one time. You roll it with the tips of your fingers and you eat it. Don't roll a lot at one time. The way you do during the week. These amisa, pigam, and other types of spices are the same halachas like we just said. That again, if it's brought in for firewood or whatnot, you're not 
to move it. If it's brought in for animal food, then theoretically the humans eat it, then you're allowed to do it. But we said you can't do it the way you do it during the week with a kli and a lot. You gotta do it with your hands. Says Gemara, Maya Misa Ninya is a mint. Again, what does it mean that a mint leaf has a pot and whatnot? I'm not sure. See ya, Amr Avyuda, Sisya. Different type of herb. Ezov is a varta. It's a hyssop herb. Cornus is cornus shema. Says the Umara, what do you mean? Tell me, cornus is cornusa. That's its name. Someone was telling in the marketplaces, who knows cornusa? And we see that he's telling chashi, which is in cornusa. LSC is sisri. Is that type of verb? Ezov is a varta. And cornusa is chashi. Again, different types of herbs. And the basic insight that we have to see over here is that when something is brought in as firewood, you can't move it. Something brought in as animal food, you got an animal, you feed it to the animal. Something which is potentially able to eat by the humans will not be muksa as well. Itmar basar maliach v'tav basar maliach Raw salted meat, you let it move it on Shabbos, you could potentially eat it. Basar tafil. Unsalted meat. Ravuna Amar Motzlatalta. Rechista Amar Aslatalta. Ravuna Amar Motzlatalta. You know why? Ravuna. I'm sorry. Says Imara. Ravuna says you let him move unsalted meat. Ravuna Talta. Ravuna. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Varavuna Talmud de Rav Avay, Ravuna Talmud of Rav, and Rav Kravu, this fear lay that holds on Muksa, the Islam Muksa. Says the Gemara, Bim Muksa la Chila, Savla Kravuda. With regard to actually eating this item, he says, I hold like Kravu, you're not allowed to eat this item. Bim Muksa la Tilto, with regard to moving this item, Savla Krav Shimon, he holds like Krav Shimon, and he'll be allowed to move the unsalted meat. Rav Chisa, Amar Asla Tatl, you're not allowed to move it. Says the Gemara, Davi Kamit Tatl, Misham Shalatula. I'm sorry, I skipped a line. I'm sorry. Amar, having an issue over here. So I'll give you the Muksa Talsa of the Kriv Rav Chista Amar Asla Talsa. Asli Amara, five lines to the bottom of her. Yitzhak Barami, Eklai Lee Rav Chista, Vachaza Hubar Avzon, he saw a certain duck, a shachted duck, that have come to Talsa, and they were moving it from the sun to the shade. Vamar Rav Chista, you know we let him move this raw duck? Chisarin Kiss. Because it's a Chisarin Kiss, it's going to Kachazinan Hacha. There, it's going to get ruined. What do you mean? Why it's going to get ruined? It's raw duck. You're not going to move raw duck. What's the usage? Says the Imar, Shani Barav, the Chazal Umsa. No, duck is different. You can eat duck raw. Since you can eat duck raw, therefore, it's not going to be Moksa, even according to Rav Chesta. Tanara Bonan, Dug Maliach, what a raw fish. Mutzal Tatla, you had to move it on Shabbos. Dug Tafil, unsalted raw fish. Asla Tatla, Basar, meat, Bain Tafil, Bain Maliach, whether it's salted, whether it's raw. Mutzal Tatla, you had to move it on Shabbos. Tanara Bonan. And again, the, the Machlaik has been. Back then, obviously, will not necessarily play into our practical nafkamina, and it seemingly would be that raw fish. We know people definitely do eat for sushi and whatnot, and it seems it is the regular type of. I mean, we've given a share on this entire any time, but seemingly it's the regular type of fish as long as it's fresh. Any type of raw fish is could be in, and similarly, it seems with meat and ch- meat as well. Chicken maybe not, but uh, which seemingly maybe is the opposite of the bar over here. But meat, it does seem any normal, raw, good quality meat could be eaten raw, and that theoretical possibility would probably be enough to make an amoksa. But let's move on. You let him move the bones because they are Michael Leklavim. You can feed them to the dogs. Move along to the beast. Spoiled meme. You feed that to the beast. Maya Megulin in uncovered waters, which we know are psychotic to drink. They should ruin the chatul because they're fitting. No, even though you can't drink them, you give them to the cat. No, if you have water that was left over, not left out, not overnight, that was left out that the snake could have drank from, 
Therefore, it's like Anna says, Jim Leo, you're not keeping your house because someone might drink it. And as we've spoken and as we've given Sharon recently, nowadays, it says Shulchan Aruch, we're not Matsui snakes. And therefore, all uncovered liquids, even overnight, are not Osir. You're allowed to, yes, drink them. There's a Chumrah of the Goyim, the Chazanesh, Chanchanevsky, or Makbid on such a thing that any uncovered liquid you cannot drink, but the conventional Psakalacha is you could, yes, drink it. Therefore, over here, it would not be a problem keeping this uncovered liquids around. Says the Mishnah Kulcha Chazam and Base. You got young little chicks that got to walk up. You got to tip over a basket to let them walk into their coop. They go up and down. They ran away. You got to like push it back until it comes back home. Calves and young donkeys. You got to help them walk. It gives them a little more support. Hold them by the neck and the arms. Let them walk inside. Similarly, a child. The kid's not walking. You got to hold the kid's hands and let the kid walk. Only when it takes up one, it puts down the other. If you're dragging the kid, also then that is also because then that's called that you are the one that is carrying it. Says the Gemara, which should sound familiar. Maybe, no, I'm sorry, it should not sound familiar. If an animal falls into a, uh, a pit of water, uh, a canal of water, maybe karmuk sauce, you let it bring pillows and blankets and put it down so the animal could climb up. And if it goes up, it goes up. So that's what you don't have. Says the Gemara, Mesvei, we're in the fourth line in the Gemara, and I'm in Be'ez. This sounds familiar. If an animal falls into Amazamayim, what do you do? You should feed it. You should feed it in its place. So it doesn't die. Parnasa in. Sounds like, what do you do if you see an animal in a pit? You feed the animal on Shabbos. But what do you do? You do not bring pills and blankets. Seemingly as the era. Says Gemara, if you can feed it, you should feed it. If you can't feed it, then you bring Parnasa in. You feed it, Eli. Then what? Maybe karmic sauce. Maybe nechtachtel. You bring the pillow and the blankets, and you put it down, and then you let it come up. Ask the Gemara. Welcome, mavatel kli mechanai. You're being mavatel kli. You're making a clean have any usage on Shabbos because the animal is going to be on top of it, and it's going to be moksa. And that's similarly the reason what's going on in the Mishnah about tilting over this basket in front of the young chicks. Says the Gemara. Savar, very important rule. Mavatel kli mechanai is derabanan. It is aser. You're not going to make a kli unusable. It's an isderabanan. However, it's so I always keep in mind. Therefore, we're very, very careful when it comes to this. You have an animal that's sitting there; it has no food; it's stuck in the pit. We're going to be to get the animal out of the pit. Says the Gemara, time to go to the Shabbat. We have this hen that ran away. Third wide line in so Daichin, you'll have to push it in, but Midadin, you can't help it. Again, it seems like it's different levels. Daichin is more pushing the item. Midadin is more like hopping, holding it, and bringing it back. Not actually holding it, but more like uh, stabilizing it a little bit more. Says the Gemara, so Daichin in Midadin Loi. Tanil Atan Rabban. It's the right, that which you learned in Abraisa. Midadin Beim Achayva Oiv Bechatzer. You'll have to help it walk in the Chatzar. Avalai is the Tarnagoyles, but not the Tarnagoyles. Tarnagoyles is my time. Why, why this hen? Are we more machmir that we don't let you help it walk? Says the Gemara, my time, because the normal thing of a hen is as you're going to try to help it walk, it's going to pick itself up. It's going to start flying a little bit. And what's going to end up happening is you're going to be holding the hen. Therefore, because we're afraid you're going to be carrying the hen, and that's going to be an issue of muksa, because again, we're in a chutz over here. So, it's an issue of muksa that you're holding the animal. Therefore, we do not let you do that on chaps. Says the Gemara, that you let it help it walk in the chutz in the courtyard of Lopez's rabbi. 
and woman help her child work with just a rabbi, even with just a rabbi. Certainly in the chutzr. But a different price that says, You're not allowed to lift it up in the courtyard. We're allowed to push it. She comes so that it enters. So it's a question in the implications of each half of these rices. Amrit, first we said, don't lift it up. What's the implication? But you could help it walk. Then we said, then we, but the first half of this price, we said, what? You let him push it. But you now let us support and help it walk. Which we already said, we're more machmer on the Tarni Goyles because we're afraid it's going to start flying and you're going to be holding it. So it comes out as basically we have three levels over here. The child, we're the most make alone. We can even let it help it walk in Shasarabin. When a regular animal's in distress, then you could support it and help it walk in the, I'm sorry, in the Chatzar, but in Rosh Hashanah, we don't let you help it walk, rather we let you push it, but when it comes to the chickens, we're the most machmir, and because we're afraid it's going to come up, and you're going to end up carrying it, and that's going to be an issue of muksa, a rule that we've seen again, that holding animals, playing with animals, moving animals, is an iser of muksa on Shabbos. Amar Abaye, which is a different iser than being mishtamish b'balchai, using an animal is something else. But here there's an iser of actually moving, and that's the reason why the Gemara is saying to pick up the animal, that is going to be the problem. Amar Abaye, ha'iman deshachatar negodes l'chavishinu l'karei Bara, when you're shechting a chicken, this is unrelated but similar about the animals. When you shech the chicken, you should push its legs in the ground. You should lift up the chicken when you shech it. Why? The torfakes were afraid that as you're shechting it, the chicken will take its claws, stick it into the ground, bara into the ground. And then it's going to cause the chicken to become a trefa. The simanim, the, the, the simanim of the chicken will be lost. So therefore, when you're shechting it, you either put its feet in the ground or pick it up so that it doesn't become a trefa. Says the Mishnah. Moving along to the halachas of Yeladas, of giving birth on Shabbos. Says the Mishnah, you're not allowed to help an animal, you're not to give birth to an animal on Yomtif, I'm sorry. Avol misayodin, but you're allowed to help it. Umiyaldin is the Isha when it comes to a child, a, a, a human being. Bishabbos, you're allowed to give birth on Shabbos. The current Chacham, you're allowed to call the midwife, you're allowed to call the midwife, to travel. Umachalan is a Shabbos, and we're Machal Shabbos. The Kaishan is a Tiber, and we tie in the umbilical cord. We cut the umbilical cord. And all types of Milah circumcision we do on Shabbos. So again, when it came to the animal, we said you're not allowed to give birth in on Yantif. When it came to the child, we said you're allowed to, yes, do it on Shabbos, and seemingly you're allowed to do many things on Shabbos. So says the Gemara, what's going on over here? Kitzad Misayadim. What does it mean that you're not allowed to give birth to the animal, but you're allowed to help the birth? You're not allowed to actually pull it out. That's Bialdim. What are you allowed to do? You're allowed to just hold the Vlad after the animal gives birth so it doesn't fall, or it's to the ground. You're allowed to push in the animal's legs. They should have to have Vlad. So the Vlad comes out. That's called assisting. That's not called actually giving birth to it. Tanik of Azir of Yudah. We have right to have Yudah. Ketan Mesiyadin. How do you help the animal? Aich said it's Vlad. You hold the Vlad so it falls to the ground. Venech Leva Chaitmai. You also had to blow into the nostrils of the. Of this newborn animal to give it uh, uh, clear out the nostrils, and you're allowed to take the new baby animal and put it on its mother so that it nurses. We are merachim. We have mercy, as Gemara is going to say. We do different processes to make sure that the 
mommy animal takes care of the newborn baby animal beyond it. Hey, what do you do? We take a lump of salt. It's talking about if we have a behemoth, a hira, kosher animal that was born in Yantif, and the mother animal is not taking care of its new young. So, and that's obviously an issue because the animal is going to die. So, we take a lump of salt. We put it into the womb of the mother animal. Sounds pretty painful. But what's going to happen? Because that animal will remember the tzai. And have mercy on its child, and the animal will go and take care of the kid. And similarly, another thing you do, you let it sprinkle the afterwaters on the child. Again, so the mommy bear, mommy, not mommy bear, mommy animal, bears are not kosher, mommy animal will smell the scent and have mercy on the child. We don't do these things, we don't do extra processes in order to help the animal take care of its young. My time, what's the reason to me a lie? Mirachika Vlada Non-kosher animals don't do such a thing. They always take care of their child. And if it happens, it's not going to help. You can't do anything to help it take care of the animal. And therefore, we don't get involved. We see that the mother is not taking care of the child. We either put in the salt or we sprinkle on the afterwaters, etc. Says the Gemara, and we'll finish with this. Let's begin. We said he let it give birth to a regular human being on Shabbos. Give birth and that I call the midwife from place to place. What does it mean you're coming also? That's what we just said. This comes to include that which we learned that my sister. If you need a candle, you light a candle in order to help in the birthing process. If you need oil, you bring the oil in your hand. If it's not enough oil in your hand, they used to absorb the oil in the hair and bring it that way. If it's not enough in the hair, you bring it in a utensil. So, these are all the things that we do to help in the birthing process of a regular, normal human being. If you need a candle, of course, you have to give birth to the, to the child. Of course you light a candle. What's the chedesh? Light sweet, a very important line. Besuma, we're dealing with a blind uh, woman giving birth. So the the mommy doesn't see anything. So what are you lighting a candle for? Kamash to make her calmer. Sovereign, if you tell her I'm lighting a candle, she'll think. She'll think, ah, there's a light here. So if someone, if I need something, someone will be able to see and do for me. This is the all-important rule of that we want to make sure that the mother, when she's giving birth, is very calm. And this is one of the biggest atarium when it comes to giving birth in all the different areas which we're going to get to in the next daf which is why we're making a lot of things so the mother is calm so she could give birth properly we'll pick it up from here